Ladies and gentlemen, welcome home. Welcome back to the second annual Halloween Screamathon, aka Halloweeny Screamathon, aka thank you, Emma. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, during the month of October, we will watch and review 31 horror movies as some type Again. of yeah, <laughs> as some type of sick punishment that we enjoy way too much. So uh, thanks for listening and sit back and relax. And you're gonna hopefully enjoy all these movies. There's gonna be some. It's gonna run the some gamut. Some you might not like. Just like last year, there'll be some good ones, some funny ones, and some really, really good scary and ones. And hell, there are some we enjoy, and some of us that don't enjoy. Yeah. So I mean, but that's that's opinions. You know, everybody's got one. And just like assholes. And they're good. I wasn't gonna go that way with it. I was. <laughs> but we all got them. So yes. Yeah, so this is October first, and we are a couple hours away. So I started this bad boy. Let me see. Let me go back to the first page of my book. My now book of notes. Paint, let's paint you a picture. Right. We're going oh back. Eleven ten. That's when we will be officially one years old. That's when we were born. Eleven ten. When I shittily wrote notes in the middle of the night about Nightmare on Elm Street. I listened to that <laughs> episode this morning on my way to work. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, the audio. It was so crap. And I was just like quietly, just dumbly talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. But it was really fun. And now, we've been doing it for a year, and it's really cool. It, I, it, I'm just glad that we kept with it, and I've picked up some friends, and, and like, there are different projects going around, and there are tons of people that are like, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that. And it's really cool. It, it, it's very enjoyable. So, thank you, everybody that's been involved with this and done stuff. Like, we're a year old, y'all, and... You're and, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for this next year, for year two, um, the, the podcast, the whole situation, um, I'm going to push a lot more. I'm now ready. I know people have thrown our name out there, and I'm very happy that people are doing it. But now I'm ready to get a little more serious about it. And so now I want uh, more than nine. I want to be more than nine people's favorite thing. I know... Last November, I said... I just want we to be, did have a discussion about this. Yeah, I just want to be nice people's favorite thing than 100 people's ninth favorite thing. Uh, now I kind of want to branch out. I want to be more let's, than the nine people's favorite thing. Let's find that quantity. Yeah. We got so, some quality. Yes. So, yo, we have the episodes. We have... God, there's days of audio that you can listen to. So if you need something to do, if you got a new child, Guido... Or you have multiple childs <laughs> out there. There is tons. And all of this content is quality. You know what? And if you want to prove us wrong, just go ahead and listen. Right? Go ahead and listen. Prove yeah. us wrong. Yeah. Tell us. Give us 15 examples and then we might listen to you. Yeah. Give us 15 episodes of the crap. Then we might, <laughs> then we might listen. But no. Uh, uh, do you guys got anything to say? We're, we're a year old. Anybody got anything? Thanks for listening this long. Boy, I feel older. <laughs> Hope you keep listening. Uh, a year. We literally, I cannot believe the birth of this podcast, though. Like, we all, and by we all, I mean it was, what, seven of us, six of us, sitting in a living room oh after God. a party, just <laughs> horribly, yet accurately, quoting... The Simpsons, yeah, which shit. morphed Simpsons into, which morphed it. Simpsons did it. That's right. Which morphed into Treehouse of Horror quotes, which morphed into, oh my god, have you seen this horror movie? Oh my god, have you seen this horror movie? 
Uh, no. Wow, I would pay money to watch you watch this horror movie because it would be hilarious. Also, <laughs> let's talk about it. But I can't believe that this podcast was literally born of a drunken whim of a bunch of us sitting together in a room quoting stupid shit. Some of the best things actually come from just... <laughs> It's phenomenal, and I couldn't be more proud to be a part of something so goofy, but so dedicated to its purpose. And God, it has been a year. Yeah. It feels... 356 goddamn days. Oh, it's been like six years. It's been like six years. Oh, it has. 356, I meant 365. (laughs) Yeah, this 2020 is a very weird year. It feels like we've been doing 2020 for, like, decades now. You know what? Yeah. It's because we started a horror movie podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's our fault. Yeah. We fed the virus by doing a virus-themed month. (laughs) We broke the first seal. We did. We did the virus month only after COVID started. Thanks, Supernatural, for cluing my husband into breaking the first seal of unleashing doom in the world. I've been watching horror movies my entire Nuh-uh-uh. life. It wasn't Supernatural Nuh-uh-uh. that got me. <laughs> Breaking the first seal would have never come out of your mouth. Would you not have watched Sam and Dean Winchester reek the fuck out of people? And don't you give me that look because <laughs> like you know it's doing. true. You know it's true. Say thank you to Katie for introducing us to this brilliant show. I mean, Because that happens on Supernatural. Exactly. You I gotta, got eight seasons. You gotta break the seven seals now. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Damn. Okay, yeah. look, Otis, this My is only your fault that we're trailing on so long because you gave us the floor. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. One I'm not thing surprised. I've learned in 365 anyway. days of this podcast <laughs> is never give me the chance to filibuster. Because I will. <laughs> she will feel her buster. Gross. I will feel my buster while I filibuster. Gross. <laughs> as long as I am speaking during the whole thing, it still counts and no one else can oh, steal my time. Oh, oh. <laughs> Katie's like, pardon me while I puke. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much, guys. And I, I can't wait till this is like the third annual and the fourth Woo-hoo. annual. Um, I'm very excited. We have tons of cool things we did for this. Uh, the um, illustrating group uh, studio... Fritas. Fritas. That's fritas with an R. I thought it was F I T A S. We're talking about the, the graphic designer, right? Yes. Yeah. Studio Fitas, no R. Yeah, Fitas. Fitas, my bad. Did Estudio we ever find out fitas. where he's located? Jesus, that uh, is I think yummy. in Brazil somewhere. When I did the Oof, PayPal, God. it was in Brazil. I wish he would have posted like that thing, but it, I guess it, he wants to post like things that will make him popular because he's got yeah. popular related. Oh, just wait things. until yeah. we have him help us design like stickers and t-shirts and all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. So um, the the people that made our cover, so the the picture of Salty Terrell, which will be the cover for forever, because I mean that's what I made it for. A lot of people really love the picture. Uh, it's the group of Studio Fitas on uh, Instagram. Check them out; they are amazing, mm-hmm. and they draw stuff really, really fast, and it's really good. Uh, they're it's really amazing. Great. 
Um, just everybody that helps out with this, everybody that listens, thank you so much. It's really cool. It, it's cool going from like, you know, two downloads an episode to like 30 and 40 downloads for an episode and it just jumps up. It's really cool. So, um, without, without any further ado, thank you for listening and well, let's get this bad boy going. So, this is episode one of the second annual Halloween Screamathon. And this was a Katie pick. Halloweeny screamy movie thon. Yep. And Katie picked Exorcist the Beginning. Mm-hmm. And boy was it a beginning. <laughs> Let me tell you. Fuck. So um What episode is this really? This will be the first one. No, I know. Of the month, but of, of all together. Numbers. Of all of them. What number is this? Like we run episode one hundred and something. One hundred and so oh, yeah, these, these, count, these count as our... Yeah, this is episode 80 of Oof. the whole shebang, but ep- uh, chapter one of the Halloween Screamathon. Got it. Exorcist at the beginning. Episode 80, okay. So, um, before we get into the story, like a brief kind of brushing of it, um, we'll do a quick little painting. And so the... Uh, the father, the priest from the original Exorcist movie, uh, the older guy, that's helping to get that demon out of Linda Blair's body. Uh, this is the story of him when he was uh, in a moment of lost faith. His faith was shattered because there were some very evil people in World War II. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the original Exorcist. Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> also, spoiler alert if you haven't heard of World War II, the Germans sucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrible. A bunch of pie-eating motherfuckers. They're much better now. Yeah. They way have better. improved. Thank you. So, um, he is very much just an archaeologist at this point, and he makes it to, what are they in... Africa. Just Cairo. Cairo, yep. Egypt, which is Africa. Yeah, in mm-hmm. Africa. Good lord. Uh, they're in Africa. Northeast corner of Africa. And they're investigating this um, hidden, what, temple? Church? They found they, a church. Hidden found no-no zone. Under the, the sand. I was going to say snow. Under the sand. And uh, it is just opposite down there. Church uh, crosses are upside down. All the statues are kind of pointing down like they're defending something or fighting something off. It's a mess. And then... A lot of weird... But it's a beautifully intact church that hasn't been seen in centuries. Yes. And so, uh, lo and behold, something kind of gets out and it starts possessing people and evil things happen. They get touched. That's what they say in this movie. Uh, And it's it's an absolute mess. Like, maggots. and it's 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 so much. I literally texted Katie as soon as we were done with this movie and I was like... Wow, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a fucking lot. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we'll go around and you just, if you have a good story about when you first saw it or anything, or just say how you feel about it, if it's a thumbs up or thumbs down. So I'll, I'll go first. Uh, this is actually the first time I've seen this, and so I was watching it. Um, I was so happy to finally show this to him. I've been talking uh, about this movie for yeah. a year. Uh I will say this type of horror, like the possession thing, for some reason it's not my bag. The Exorcist is good, but it's not my. It's really weird because it's not the same thing as like, like paranormal activity. But it is the same thing. 
fuck out of here. It's just, she's literally possessed in paranormal possession. activity. Yeah. Paranormal <laughs> possession. They're, this, they're she segues. gets possessed. That's they're like segues. the point. It's yeah. like a hoverboard. Paranormal. So I will say at some point, I did start laughing because some of the clip art in this movie and Katie's like, <laughs> pumpy breaks. This is, you know, there's some age on this movie. This was 2004. How fucking dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I will join in that because we were literally dying. I was like, <laughs> but then, no, I had just seen that it was 2004 right after we left. So it was similar. I know, yeah. I know that we usually go into like dates and stuff when we do the, uh, the budget. budget box, all this but stuff. what, what day did it come out? In May 25th. I think. August 20th. August 20th. Damn. Going into my sophomore year of high school. Really? That's cool. Yeah, so yeah. if you think That's of the cool. other movies, <laughs> you know, I was not watching Think about the movie. other movies that came that came out around the same time. Like, CGI was not good then. Oh, but, but... Any well, other movie coming we'll out get around this time we'll was get overshadowed this. This by classic no, Disney. She set me up. She set me you up for a fight. You can fight me all you fucking want. CGI was trash in 2004, and oh, you it know it good and well. Was. Every goddamn movie that came out in 2004 was a piece of shit, like CGI-wise, so I don't want to fucking hear it. fucking truth, though. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear that this movie sucked because it's CGI. Oh, Every it movie in 2004 CGI does not most. hold up. It's been 15, it's been 16 years. Okay, the CGI has drastically improved. Yes. We've gone, like, light years ahead of where we were in 2004. So, yes, it looks like clip art when you watch it now. But Mm -hmm. if you watched this when it came out in 2004, you're like, holy fuck, that's realistic. I would have literally uttered the words, a dingo ate my baby. So (laughs) the only reason why I didn't realize that the CGI was so bad was because the first time I ever saw this movie... Uh, it you was watched this before? Super duper partially. I don't. I wouldn't say that I watched it because I didn't give two shits about it because the copy that we loved watched for that information yesterday. Um, I didn't think about it until right now. So, That's fine. Anyway, <laughs> That's fine. the first time that I saw this, it was like a super duper like. Pirated it was two thousand four. So the version of pirated that it was. Was, was I believe a you downloaded dude. it on LimeWire. I did not. That but someone it was just, just just wait, just wait. We're getting there. <laughs> it was. Dude I'm sure. I'm sure it was downloaded on LimeWire. On accident, probably. But <laughs> it was not me that downloaded it, and it was not my choice of movie. But it was literally a dude in a theater with a movie camera. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He was in fact searching LimeWire for exorcist-style orgasm porn and accidentally downloaded exorcism. He was trying to download a Nickelback album and he got the exorcist. No, (laughs) no, no! Right? Listen, what I post or don't post on Facebook is my property, (laughs) my own. I'm ashamed to say that in that CD book, if you were to have opened it... Porn. No. Nickelback. There's a Nickelback album in there. And I'll be ashamed. Everyone says they hate them, but they're lying. So it's fine. Well, that's fine. Anyway, the first time I saw this movie... Okay, shush, you need to stop before we lose followers. Anyway, (laughs) apologies to all you Nickelback fans. That's too bad. Or haters. Um, If you're a hater, I'd love to discuss why you're so awesome. But that's cool. Anyway, so, my first time seeing this movie was last night. 
There were two moments where I was like, this is garbage! Oh, dude, I remember that. <laughs> Fuck you. There were two moments where I was like, this is garbage! And then I looked at the date and was like, oh, okay, 2004, eh, I'll tolerate it. it gets Katie, you got in her head. No. I had her first, now you got in her head second. I got She's mad. your own woman. She I made am. her own decisions. I am. Thanks, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, for making me my own woman. Anyway, that was... Honest to God, the truth. Anyway. Fuck yeah. So, I could not stand a few moments in this movie. Spoilers will be hopefully avoided. But there was a death pyre scene that I was not a fan of. And I was like, woo, we about to stop this movie right now. Yes. Because me over here with my two-year-old, I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it was quite a bit. And then literally While I any... was watching it, I was thinking, fuck, Emma's not going to handle this well. No. Any other moment that involved Joseph in that movie, I was like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. When they had his ass tied down, I was like, nope. <laughs> I got to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yes. The movie was horrifying to me. And there were a couple moments where, like, the wind gushed properly and like my curtain moved <laughs> and I was like bitch what and then my brother's in the kitchen playing video games while I'm in here watching this movie and I hear him go hello hello and I was like who the fuck is in my house right now <laughs> and I'm I'm in here having a moment like clutching this blanket for dear life in the living room watching this and then I'm like oh fuck he's on his microphone we're fine this is cool <laughs> yeah no it this movie was a lot it passed the exorcist test meaning it was very exorcist-esque even though I have not seen the original Exorcist, I've seen like 10 minutes of the wild. exorcism of Emily mm -hmm. Rose, and that movie gave me nightmares yeah. for a hot second. Original yeah. Exorcist is wild. But I was like, <gasps> yeah, the original Exorcist is a lot. Yeah, no. There were just a couple story. of moments where I was like, wow, y'all lost me. Y'all lost me. But other than that, I mean, passed by snuff, so that's fine. So. This movie came out August 2004. Mm -hmm. uh, I turned 17 September 7th, 2004. There you meaning, go. right after this movie came out, it was the first rated R movie that was in theaters that I got to go see. <laughs> so, you can bet your ass you, that you were yeah. there. <laughs> so, uh, we waited a week because one of my really good friends, Forrest, turned uh, 17 a week after me. There you and go. the minute, basically, the day he turned 17, we all went, uh, me and him and one other friend of ours went and got, went and saw this movie in theaters because there, it was the only fucking rated R movie that was in theaters at the time that we could go see. So we went and saw this movie. Of course we went and saw it at night because that's the only time you go see fucking scary movies. So we went to like a 10 o'clock showing. We got out at, after midnight, we went to the oldest shittiest theater in town because it was the cheap one and it was still playing it like what four <laughs> weeks after it came out basically uh -huh. yeah. three or four weeks after it came out so we went to that old shitty theater it was like us and like one other couple in the theater so that was scary already <laughs> we watched this movie and it's freaky as fuck the 
third person that we were with was a devout Catholic. So, <laughs> oh ev- my! So she was freaking the fuck out. Like this whole movie <laughs> was like, like she was raised Catholic and she wasn't so much Catholic anymore at the towards the end of high school. But she'd grown up in all of that, so mm-hmm. she was like, "Fuck, this is a lot." And um, my friend Forrest and I, who didn't really have religion so much growing up, were like, dude, this is the most. And there were parts of it where we jumped. Like, there's a scene where the hyenas show up, and one of them jumps out of a fucking water well. That was the most. it is horrific. (laughs) Like, you're not expecting it to happen, and it will make you jump in your seat. It's one of those, like, even though the hyenas are, like, clip art CGI now uh, at the time in 2004 like I will fight to the death with Micah about in 2004 all of the CGI you see in this movie is really high quality CGI for 2004 like we've come a long way True. and the stuff that you can do on your phone right now is basically the equivalent of like like the bitmoji bullshit that you do on your phone is the equivalent of what the top movie producing people we're working with in 2004. Pretty much. We've come a very long way. texture. (laughs) Yes, we've come a very long way. So I have a, there's a soft spot in my heart for this movie, and I've been wanting to show Otis this movie for a long time because of that. Like, it's one of those movies where I wasn't necessarily, like, freaked freaked out to the point where I couldn't sleep, like Saw 2 when I saw that in theaters. Oh, Saw 2 was horrific. <laughs> but, but this movie definitely stuck with me. Um, I've loved this movie for, what, 15, 16 years yeah. now? Yeah. Um, and like I said on another podcast that we did, I don't remember, what, I think we were talking about Constantine in last month for comic books. Um, movies that have religious parallels... Uh, and sh- shows and movies that have religious parallels are some of my favorites. So, you know, this was really, really great. And right fell right in line with that. There's so much um, religious lore that's thrown into this movie that makes it really great and really interesting because it goes back so far into human history and religious history and all of that. So I like this movie a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so torn because the... The exorcist idea, it I don't know. It just seems like there was a lot to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think just the environment was just too big because the exorcist was so creepy because it was just like in one room and it just, I don't know. It, it, was a lot it to almost this movie. gave you claustrophobia kind yes. of thing just because you couldn't get away from the one scene thing. Yeah, so this movie is a, uh, a prequel to the exorcist and it's mm-hmm. father Marin. Yes. Uh-huh. Marin. So uh, he's in he's investigating this church that they found and it's ridiculous on the inside. And so well, and the church being in existence is ridiculous in and of itself because there's no catholic record on it. And yeah. Yeah. Basically was, this church was built and almost immediately covered in sandstorm. Like well, we'll find out why later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was Basically, like Katie said, it was built and buried immediately, like within the same few days. Yeah. And it's that in and of itself, when they said that in the movie, I was like, nah, I am the fuck out. Like, Which is funny because when he was brushing off those little tiles, he's like, wait a minute, this should have been weathered 
Yeah, this should have well, been, you know, should have been fucked up. up. Fuck but up. it is hundred year but old church. But it is church. pristine. <laughs> yeah, the most. So after you know, doing what people in horror movies do, just going a little too far into a place and touching something a little too much, um, just weird, strange events start happening around the uh, the village, and so like people are attacked by hyenas, just mauled by them. Uh, People were having stillborn babies just covered in maggots. Just crazy oh, things start so happening. Much. And I want to say, talking about people going too far into things and touching things they shouldn't, uh, I want to see a fight between Stellan Skarsgård and Liam Neeson. Ooh. Liam like, Neeson was supposed to be Father Marin. Was he really? Yes, Liam Neeson <laughs> oh, was shit. offered the role see? and read for the role and declined. We role. need to make our own fucking movie because I keep calling this shit. <laughs> no, but yes. anyway. Because uh, Stellan he, Skarsgård goes into that shit with no fear whatsoever. Seriously? He's like, I'm he had no not of given. the faith anymore, so no I have nothing given. left to lose. Yeah. It, it, I guess that I think guess that kept him alive really long. <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't, shit. <laughs> hey, I didn't give a shit about nothing but that also, was happening. But also, my one complaint that I told Emma while watching this movie... He's not an archaeologist in the 40s. Where's his hat? Yeah, right? He doesn't have a hat or a whip or a leather jacket. Well, he had, like, the suspenders, and he was sweaty, so... And That's okay. okay. He had the enough. short sidekick, so yeah. but there was where's, Joseph. Where's his hat? Yeah, he had two checked off. And so, uh, tons of... Uh, tons of situations happened, because I know there was... Um, that When the army rolls in, I can't remember why they pop up. There was a lot of like the multiple army? bad guys that the military British, British the, military. Oh, the military pop up because uh, for King George. Oh, okay, because it just no because they couldn't figure out why people were just dying and whatever. There was no explanation. They blamed it on the tribe because they thought the they, tribe was trying to be like they were. They thought the tribe was sabotaging people because a white guy ended and up dead. And also there was so some real closet and not closet racism. There's oh, a lot yeah. of racist <laughs> racism and xenophobia. So basically, Lots. like a white dude ended up dead, and they couldn't just like. Uh, um, what's his name? Um, the guy with the welts on his face? Yeah. Jeffries. Jeffries. Yeah. Jeffries um, ended up dead, and they couldn't they couldn't come to a conclusion as to well, why he, he ended died. up missing first. Yeah, he was missing, and then they found his body, and they yeah. couldn't they couldn't come to a reasonable explanation as to why he died. So they automatically blamed it on the tribe that was helping them dig everything up. So the Catholic priest was like, well, the army needs to know about this because they're involved in whatever. Yeah. They're funding this archeo- archaeological dig or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they send in the army, or he calls in the army, and the army comes in, and they're like, yo, everyone needs to back the well, fuck up. This is just the army's job Because now. at first, like, when this whole first thing goes down, and he's like, I need to hear about who's in charge of this dig. And they say, well, Besson is in charge of this dig. So then he goes to this random uh, insane asylum place. That, I think, was the first tip-off because, of course, anywhere that is in an occupied or watched space is going to be alerted to whatever army is occupying or watching that space. So him poking around places that shouldn't necessarily be poked, as well as a man in an insane asylum killing himself I say in quotes which he did kill himself but 
Again, white man, quote unquote, kills himself to the outside world of no one who was there to see it besides Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. That happens. He goes back to this dig and immediately everything is tenfold twice as bad as it was before he left yeah and now we have the problem of jeffries is getting worse jeffries goes missing all that's found of him is like five teeth and a bunch of blood yeah and then the army shows up and that is how they find him chained up in this church but before all of this i think the whole sending a quote-unquote Priest, but not priest, down there, which was Stellan Skarsgård, so Father Marin, who was not really Father Marin anymore at that point, to check this out, goes into this place, sees that a crucifix has been broken from its original place and hung upside down and chained above a quote-unquote burial, sorry about that, burial space of, insert word here, that set off a lot of red flags to begin with, which started this bad back roll of everything, which leads to tribe gets suspicious. British army shows up because they think something's wrong because a white guy dies. Yeah. Tribe gets more suspicious because stillborn baby. Yeah. Tribe gets angry at white people digging up things. That they know are evil. White people get mad because they think it's the tribe's fault trying to sabotage the dig because the tribe so on so forth backward roll here. Mm. They're in for big problems. Oh, yeah. From there out. But it's such... It's one of those things that's like, if you don't read between the lines, (laughs) look at the underlying situation, what's going on here, who has been there... That could have alerted, insert person here, you know, that's where problems arise. But it was definitely one of those things that was like, from the get-go of this movie, I'm like, (laughs) no. Literally, we were ten minutes into this movie and I was like, fucking shit is going to go down in like five minutes. Yep. (laughs) And it did. Mm -hmm. And it didn't stop. Until the end. Mm-hmm. And even then, I was like, okay, homie just walked off right now. Like, yeah. that's still straight up until the last 30 seconds of this movie. It was nonstop. Yeah. Unrelenting crazy. So, towards the end, you find out that um, the Vatican, they ordered that a the false graveyard be built in stories of a plague and all these things to keep people away from the site. And then you find out that the area where that site is was apparently the spot where Lucifer's fall after the war in heaven happened and so they were trying to keep people away from it because apparently that's where this evil literal existence and like fountain of evil and so they built the, the, the original plan was to build the church and bury it so it would seal in the evil yeah but it was meant I looked this up because I wanted to know the historical whatever. Because I'm a nerd. This is what I do. Not a whole lot of sig- significance to the historics of this. But having spears and quote unquote warriors of heaven. Mm-hmm. 
posted plus a crucifix was meant to keep the fallen Lucifer where he was. Oh, okay. So he fell. Here's the pit to hell. This is where he fell. This is where he landed. Like Micah said, this is where it's all. So they build this religious whatever, church, monument, whatever you want to call it, on top of this with what is supposed to be the symbol of God to keep this at bay, which is why everything's pointed downward. The crucifix was where it was because as the typical thing with any Satan-involved thing, if it's holy water, if it's a crucifix, if it's whatever, it's going to keep them away. Which is why flipping it upside down, breaking it off, broke the seal. So there, that's how, like, from the get-go of all this, yeah. that there was just this massive oh, yeah. <laughs> branch of crazy. But it just... Yeah. It was icky. Yeah, real creepy stuff. Icky to think about building that. And so towards the end, uh, Marin goes back into the tunnels below the church, and he finds Sarah. Yes. The doctor. Uh, she's possessed, and it's like old school. Well, preschool. Old school. No, no, old school. No, preschool, because uh, yes, Linda Blair was possessed like she was possessed. She well, did it first. Yes, but you're watching this in 2004. I know. So. Meant I the time you watched before 1980. Yes, yeah. so <laughs> you're seeing the first version. Yeah, the first of version of a possessed woman, yes. basically. And oh, so, fuck me because I'm Lucifer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so all the lines come. Well, not all the lines, but some very ridiculous lines come out about just oh, you want to have sex with me? Like no, grumpy, gravelly voice man. I do not want to have sex with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's like, look at these boobs. Oh, those boobs are nice. Gravelly man voice, but I right still don't want to. Thanks, Nadia. What's your fuck from 007? Your right? boobies are nice when it comes to James Bond. Yeah, I, I still don't. They're all scratched up and stuff. This is not the time nor the place. Scarred face man voice right now, and I'm really not. Yeah, this is not the time nor the place. We right? are like right? we're in a creepy cave. We're a <laughs> hundred feet under. Don't in really want to take my pants off down here. Like I'm good. <laughs> like I'm I'm good. Bitty, bitty tiny tunnel covered in blood. Bitty, bitty, bitty space. I'm good. You and know. so he grabs a couple of churchy items from the dead body of uh, the priest. No, uh, Jarvis. Jarvis <laughs> down there, and so he's he gets his faith back because Francis. His name Francis, is Jarvis. What's his fuck? Yeah, it is Jarvis. <laughs> yes. And so uh, he gets his faith back because he literally saw a fucking like a whole bunch of people possessed. So he's like, oh, that, that this shit's, shit's real. clearly <laughs> real. Like, Lucifer like, is All real. Right, Jesus, that's fine. I, I apologize. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Ghost, I apologize. And so My him, bad. Him mm-hmm. and Joseph, the little boy that survived, that was very evil at the beginning of this Asshole. movie, uh, team up and they do the whole reading of the exorcism and they get the evil out of Sarah's body, but then she cracks her head open and then she dies afterward, which is sad. And so Marin and the little boy get out, and the British soldiers and the tribe destroyed each other. Everybody's dead and halfway buried under sand. Wait, 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 wait. They destroyed each other, and then destroyed, started destroying themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're yeah. Because halfway through the battle, lot. they gave up and just started killing each killing each their other, their own people, their own people. Yeah. yeah. It was a absolute mess. You up could there. tell that it was not just a he said she said this tribe versus this army. It just became a free for all. And it was horrific. Oh, yeah. And so, towards the end, Marin, he actually gained something from the situation. I mean, he lost a lot of people and friends, but he became a priest again. Hooray! Yes. <laughs> and then he's on his way to uh, just regaining a faith with God, and then he walks off uh, in Rome, CG Rome, and he's walking down the street, and yeah. and we just kind of goes that, off. <laughs> okay, so that was one of the three spots in this movie where he and I could not stop. Like we were what the fucking the whole time. It's weird they couldn't so just the go to Rome one, and just walk. Yeah, like, we were, no, what? the first one, what the fuck dash ing, in quotes. <laughs> what the fucking. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, Katie gets it. Anyway, the first one was the hyenas. The second one was the out of nowhere like I get that it's characteristic to the first exorcist which I haven't seen that's fine I'll watch it I promise (laughs) but also then this I was like y'all couldn't just go and film on location yeah that scene I get that it costs money to fly people and a camera true you had two Named actors of this movie, yeah, and one camera crew plus a director. That would not break your bank. Four yeah. people. At this point, in four, two in two thousand four, moving four people from to where Cairo. they sh- where they shot in Cairo to Rome would have cost you like a thousand dollars, maybe max. Like, Maybe Max. Come on. That was the most. That's CGI. He started walking and you could tell he was on a treadmill and I was like, why? That's CGI. And then Micah goes, really? You can't fucking be on location? And I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That CGI is so bad at the end. That like quote unquote Rome that they put in was so fucking bad. I am going to put it out there though that the writers of this movie were almost kicked out of the theater during the premiere for busting up Laughing. The writers of the original Exorcist, not of this film, of the original Exorcist. One of this film. One of this film plus the other. I thought you were going to say that the editing was so overdone after they had already. No, they couldn't stop laughing at the movie, like the the writers of the Exorcist. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I'm going to slide my opinion in and go. This movie was poop. It wasn't poop. It was terrifying. It was poop. Disagree. Okay, so what was everybody's favorite character in this movie? Go ahead, Micah. The poop of the movie. Oh, jeez, my favorite character. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Stellan Skarsgård. He did great. And it was like, he was almost in the wrong movie for this one. Because it just seemed like his his attitude throughout most of the movie was just so neutral. You could have literally cut his scene like you could have cut him out and inserted him into any movie ever made yeah. and somewhere his attitude would have fit the movie perfectly yeah <laughs> well i mean he's but, meant to kind of be like blizzy you know just yeah. bl- like blah on I, everything because 
of well, what happened of say, what he went well, through. Well, and what I was going to say was when they had the flashbacks and everything and showed him going through what he was going through about his, his World War II flashbacks and, and being in Nazi, you know, in Nazi-occupied Germany, um, it he was incredibly powerful with his emotion, which yeah. at the same time was also just didn't fit the movie because there were not a lot of emotions in this movie. Well, I feel like it did it did fit because the other priest, Jarvis, he had a lot of emotions mm-hmm. throughout, and I feel like that juxtaposition of him having emotions while he was a priest and to him losing all emotion yeah. uh-huh. when he like gave up the yeah. faith, that was the point. And I will, like, it's I will suppo- add that's to what it's supposed that. to be. Yeah, and I will add to that in the sense that uh, I could get that from Jarvis because he was trying to hide because he was basically a spy there was so much information that he had to leave out just to get uh Stellan Skarsgård into the picture in the first place yeah and he had to hide all that information until he was found out and he's like yeah of course I hid it are you are you fucking kidding me like uh, yeah. what do you think I was just gonna say that like what, yeah. what would you have done the whole flashback thing for me was so hard to watch oh yeah because like I mean, I know Nazis suck, as we keep saying. Really I will fucking do. say it forever. They Nazis really are do. fucking trash. Supremacy under any point is wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you think is supreme. Mm-hmm. Equality and fairness <laughs> and respect is what needs to be supreme. But that's my tiny little TED talk for the day. But. It's so hard for me to watch someone grab a child and then point blank look at someone in the eye, have no respect for that child whatsoever, and then just shoot them dead. Like, that's been hard for me forever, but since having my son, I'm like, I swear to Christ, like, levels of not okayness have risen so much since then, but... I mean, that's just me. Was that everybody's favorite? No, I didn't say mine. <laughs> What's my oh, favorite no, character? Yeah, that yeah. was the topic that it we It sounded like we all agreed. Yeah. Okay, uh, what was yours then? My favorite God. character was Jarvis. Jarvis uh, was great. Jarvis was my fa- I don't know what his actual character name Francis. was. Francis. Francis, uh, the priest. He was my favorite character. He was, um, for what Micah said, he had the most emotion of all the other characters. Yeah. Um... He was the one who kind of knew what was going on, but kept it on the DL so that everyone else wouldn't freak the fuck out. Yeah. And once they got into the church, he was the one who was like, oh, no, this is some... Sh- nope. Nope, nope, nope. This the is not second. where we need to be. This is not... Yeah. This is not what is yep. supposed to happen. This is not what a church is supposed to look like. Like, well, no he- wonder the shit was buried. Like, we need to get the fuck out. We need to figure this yeah. out and get out of here. Like, this is not safe. He, so. he was not only, like, creeped out by the church and the factor of everything, but the second he saw all the spears facing down yeah. and then turned around and saw the, the upside-down cross, upside yeah. cross, he was like, goodbye. Yes. No, I would I would have to agree with you. Like, I wanted to like Sarah for a hot second, but yeah. then I was like, oh, you're creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, he's phenomenal. Francis no, he was, was fucking so fantastic. Great. Jarvis was so good. Like, yes, like, Stellan Bo- Skarsgård is great. Bootstraps was pretty good, but Jarvis was way better. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay, so what was everybody's least favorite character? Oh, oh Jesus. My least favorite character was Jeffries. He was mm-hmm. the uh, 
other white guy on the dig. Um, basically, it was Stellan Skarsgård and Jarvis and all of the Africans who lived in that area in Nairobi that were helping them dig, and Jeffries, this yeah. other archaeologist. Because Besson had been sent to Because the... Besson had gone to the crazy house. Yeah. So, um, Jeffries was like... I'm going to assume at the beginning of the dig, he was like a normal dude. But the longer that the more time that he spent at the dig, the worse and worse he got. He started losing. He was intensely racist. Yes, he was super racist to start with. And then being around whatever dark satanic being that was in that church was fucking him up even more and making him worse. So all of his. All of his racist rage was, like, just multiplied tenfold. All of his rapiness was multiplied tenfold. He was super fucking creepy towards All of the, the one on girl face. in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he had these this, like, weird skin sore situation on his face, and his teeth were hella fucked up. Like, he <laughs> was awful. So... He was my he was a lot. least favorite character with an honorable mention of all the Nazis because, like I've said for many movies that we've watched so far in the last month, nope. fuck Nazis. If I ever don't say they're my, if I ever say they are not my least favorite, I'm lying to you. So fuck them. Fuck the Nazis. The end. Agreed. <laughs> I have to piggyback off of that. Um, I don't remember what the general's name was. I was pooped too. Yeah, I the so. leader of the the British army. British or whatever army at that point. I did not like him, mainly because he refused to listen to people who had been there and seen any of this firsthand. He's like, well, I just showed up and I'm right. Yeah. So therefore, shut up. Absolutely. But so therefore, butterflies. I, I was not okay with him. So I I don't brag on a lot of things about myself like ever. But I've been in a horrifically abusive, nasty relationship in the past before I met my husband, of course, because you're amazing. But Aww. Hey, that's me. Well, I love you. Aww. Anyway, so I I love you too. Thanks. Sorry, Since, good save. No, so, well, I was sitting there going like I was waiting for an okay. opening. Wait a minute. And then you just kept the talking sinking, and I went, The ah. sinking sand was happening and then you just like stopped at your ankles. So it's all good. You can still get out. The tree was falling so, and I went, I should probably step out of the way I of that. I pride myself <laughs> since getting out of that relationship on being able to see gross and nasty people fairly soon into their character, whatever. So, in this movie, when we first meet Jeffries, I'm like, oh, I don't like you. Yeah. You got a nasty, like Katie said, rapey He's texture to your character. And then, when we meet Mr. Butterfly, Butterfly Stapler, I was like... Butterfly effect. I can remember my senior year in high school doing for zoology a bug collection... And I had the hardest time putting any bug into a jar to let it die to then pin it. It was so hard for me to do that. I'm like, this is a fucking bug. Why am I having a problem with this? But watching Lisa, him... why would you do this to me? Wait, why do you sound like a sheep? <laughs> but watching him 
there's like a subtle nasty excitement that he gets yeah when he says have you ever tried it it's like a release when he says that line when he's talking to him as he's just captured this butterfly and put it in the jar and i'm like yeah i don't like you so he would be my number one i'm not okay with him at all my number two would be Jeffries, because Jeffries was excessively rapey. And I'm like, I'm not okay with anybody that just looks like they're going to touch people because they want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. No. She okay. said no, sir. So, right? 50 yes, 50 no's and a yes is still a no. Uh, <laughs> so my least favorite character is probably going to be the general as well. Also, Jeffries is a piece of shit. But I'm going to go with the yellow-eyed demon thing at the end. Pazuzu, I believe, is the name of it. It's the well, same I one. assumed it was going to be Lucifer. No, it's, because... it's weird. There's so many other demons that like want to hop in and just be like, Oh, I'm, I'm Lucifer, look at me. And they're like, nah, I'm actually not. I just... Well, I get that I like after watching enough Supernatural to understand that finally. Yeah. But... The way they made it seem was like they were setting it up for Lucifer. Yeah. And this was going to be Lucifer's opening into the realm of possessing people to get his way. Because it's the only physical way he can get back to Earth. That would have been a much better explanation. And so when this yellow-eyed, like, sassy pants demon takes over Sarah, it's like, I figured you'd be wise. Like, you're pulling from his bad memories, and I get that. Like, that's one thing. But you didn't say anything wise. It was all, oh, you just want to fuck her, huh? And just, just like, random shit like that where it was just, I don't know. It kind of did, for one thing, it didn't fit the movie at fucking all. And another well, thing, like a callback, I guess. To be I get, the first yeah, one, well, I, I guess. see, I get that, but it didn't fit the mood of the damn movie. Not like, it, not in it, the slightest. It was so stark in contrast. And now that I hear that this is a callback to the first. Oh yeah, that demon's a mess. See, like I that. feel like I really should have preceded this by watching the actual Exorcist. Yeah. That's fine. I pinky swear to you guys, I will watch yeah. it. I that, promise. But I the promise. whole movie but. was terrifying with the hyenas sneaking up in the background and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait, that's the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. Well, the idea that demons can control slash possess other animals besides humans is. Terrible. That's a lot. Like it was a lot because throughout this movie, you get a glimpse of them kind of controlling the hyenas in the area. They're also controlling the crows, and it's like that's a lot. Like, can we fucking not like like possessing humans is a lot? In the first three minutes, I was like, why are there tens of thousands of people? On upside-down crosses with arrows in them, buried halfway in the ground, ripped to shreds, with hyenas out of fucking nowhere in Egypt. Like, I get that it's Africa, and hyenas are fairly widespread throughout a lot of Africa. But not in that specific area. In fucking Cairo. I was like, you are not native to this area. 
This yeah, is my, which is horrific. Like, my zoology brain just went, why are you here? Uh, they couldn't yeah. find any around the shooting site, so they had to CGI them in. No, and it got so much worse for me right, when fine. I saw well, the... I thought it was funny. Shut up. When <laughs> I saw the crows ripping the crows to shreds, oh, yeah, I was, was like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Especially when that one was still fucking alive. Like, oh, yeah. again, Crow I get it. cannibalism? We're, we're in Africa. I have seen... Right? I have... That was funny. Coronabolism. <laughs> Coronabolism. That was great. But I get that a lot of wild animals, in order to get their fill to beat bigger, you know, predators, you have to eat them ASAP. So if you can rip that skin We've while they're alive, you get it. Movie. I'm talking Animal Planet, not even Jet Li. Like, I get your crow reference, and that's funny. But still, I yeah, like. Was, I had a fucking sure. I had. My, I was. I was gonna say. Yeah, oh, I, killing me here. I'm sorry. Let me finish a thought. I was talking about the one. <laughs> sorry. Every, every version of yourself. That's fine. You kill anyway, you get everybody gets my point. The crow was still flapping, and it was dead with all its organs. Scary. Horrific. So anyway, worst characters. Katie's right. It was Brandon Lee. I apologize. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um. Yeah, check out the movie if you have a chance. Um, or the, don't, whatever. Yeah, don't listen to Micah. It was good. Just keep in mind while you watch it that this <laughs> 2004. was two thousand four, and CGI was much different then. Also horrific. <laughs> okay, so this movie came out August twentieth, two thousand and four. Uh, we're gonna do some seven word synopses. Yeah, we are. But I'm gonna go first. Uh, clip art in this movie was vomitrocious. <laughs> Vomitrocious. That's one of my favorite Yum. words. I got that from Arthur. It's a very good show. Uh, people not in America. Uh, I think you got Arthur. He's an aardvark. Yes. And um, one of his friends, Muffy, she's like rich and she always comes up with these ridiculous she's words. Great. And she says vomitrocious. And me and my all sister giggled time. and we use it all the time. So yeah, vomitrocious. It's a really good word. Yes. Okay. All right. Here's a real uh, fucking synopsis for this movie. Bootstraps and Jarvis exercise demon in Africa. There you yep. go. That's an explanation of what happens in this movie. That's I mean, Jarvis exercised nothing. He got his ass Hey, kicked. he was trying. He was there. Yeah, he How got, dare you? He, he read the shit. How he dare flung you? the water. The kid wasn't possessed. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He did him. as much as he could. <laughs> he <laughs> read the you shit. Don't, you don't put that evil on him, Ricky Bobby, okay? You, you leave him alone. Jarvis did his job. Yeah, he died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well... My honorable mention before Micah says his before he forgets. Um, and I don't want to come off as anybody being mad at me for this because I get it. She was a part of a concentration camp. It's the worst. I don't like any of it either. But I said, Bic ballpoint concentration camp tattoo didn't fool. It literally looked like somebody took a Sharpie or Bic ballpoint pen and wrote six or seven numbers on her. Yeah, when I saw that, so it wasn't like, explained. Oh my God. But I just had a snap theory that it could have just straight up been that because it was the demon trying to create a story to get. I mean, and it could have been. Like but relate. at the same point, when I saw well, that, I, mean, I went, her whole, "Okay, her whole office her depot whole story." As soon as we figure out who her husband was, was completely oh, abs- exactly absurd. It's up for grabs. Like, Basically, she lays on this story when she first meets Stellan Skarsgård that she he sees her tattoo, and he's like, oh, I didn't realize you were 
in the war. Like, I'm sorry. I mm-hmm. looked, basically. And she's like, no, it's okay. My family was taken into the concentration camps. Um, you know, we were housing someone else, and the Germans were just like, nah, fuck it. Everyone's going. So they sent everyone to yep. the concentration camps, and she got um, her tattoo, and she lays on this thick-ass story, like... We were in the concentration camps. My whole family was killed. They cut my uterus They cut out my uterus. I can't can't have kids. I can't... Yeah, I don't have periods anymore. Like, this whole long, excruciating story that is horrific and actually happened to some people. Like, I'm not trying to discount that at all. No, but... That's some real shit. But that bitch was lying throughout this whole thing because her... We find out later in the movie, her husband was the Nazi that forced fucking Father Marin... That forced Father Marin to kill a to pick mm-hmm. out pick and choose who got murdered. He he was like pick ten and that's who I'm killing. Yep. And the father refused and he started killing kids. kids. And yep. the father finally was like, okay, let me I will pick these people and he picked out all the old folks and then all the and then started picking the boys that were left or the men that were left because you don't kill women and children. It's literally all devastating, but. And so the, it doesn't discount anyone who has no, ever not at had all. family or anyone who has ever gone through this. Not at all. But the idea that she was it really married it hard to, to a Nazi officer is ridiculous. And that yeah. she ended up in a concentration camp yeah. is ridiculous. Like, that's yeah. highly, highly, highly unlikely. So that's so. that's my the demon's honorable mistake. mention, seven words, is that your fucking fake-ass attempt to make somebody believe your bullshit... I mean, it's it worked for a little bit. It, well, yeah. So, what is yours before you lose it, and then I'll read the rest. Scars of Scarsgard. Well, that took a minute, so Sorry. I should have forgotten a bit, but I didn't. Thankfully. High five. Uh, right. Scarsgard, don't give a fuck about these demons. You don't. There you go. Yeah. Well, he doesn't believe that they exist for like ninety-five percent yep. of the movie. So, I love his line that says. I really shouldn't, but my will is weak. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, insane. The alcohol, yeah. The we women, all, the alcohol. I'm like, you I come really out here with your titties but... out, and I'm going to have a real problem conversating with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really shouldn't, but this right. booze, though. Okay, so here's my thing. Creepy shit, God warriors. Creepier shit, Finn. <laughs> then, windows rattling are not just the wind. Because Accurate. I was freaking the fuck out the whole time. Because I was like, why is my curtain moving? <laughs> so then I have Scarred, Stellan, Skarsgård, Stars, Guards, Stellar, Stars. Wow. That I is know. a lot, and I love it. I know. And then my... my uh, Other one. Thank you. Alliterative. Expert, expedites, exposition, expertly, expels, exposed, expro. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the most. I can't even, like think about that right now. I'm too drunk That's okay. I paid for five years of college just so I could summarize these with, you know, the first syllable of a word. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Education to uh, its yeah. finest College degree. is important, guys. It yeah. is. Do it. Because then you can podcast like us. Okay. So this movie came out August 20th, 2004. I said that so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I say 2020 20 a lot. Probably 20 odd four. Can we write that down as a possible t shirt? 20 odd four. 20 odd four. 20 odd four. Yeah. Uh, what do you Jack guys think Abbott? the budget the for? The year of our Lord. What do you think the budget for Exorcist the Beginning was? 
Not much, since it was all CGI. Remember that this is 2004, and this was state-of-the-art CGI at the time, Micah. Just because you were were 14 and don't understand that CGI was a big deal. Just because at 14, you ain't seen a million dollars. $25 million. $25. Micah? You're going to say some dumb shit like $3. Money. (laughs) <laughs> Literal dollar dues. They pay me the mediocre uh, bucks to 4. do that. 12.2. 4.2? 4. 4. 4. 4. Yeah, come this on. Is my of the Sorry, day. I thought you said 12. Come on. So the budget for Existed Beginning was $50 dollar dues. Damn, what Katie, the hell did they down. spend it on, Skarsgård? Yep. The CGI, bitch. Because I guess. even though they're uh, paying for that and get that kind of poop quality, yeah. money. Okay, but listen walking. to me. Shut your mouth, high listen boy. To, stop and listen to me right now. In 2036, when you go back and you watch Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, well, you're gonna, gonna be, be like garbage. this. Thanos and this whatever, all these oh. Chitari and all these ships look like goddamn shit, and this is clip art bullshit, and you're gonna be upset. Rocket and I'm Reckon. gonna remind you that that fucking seven billion dollar movie that cost a, an insane amount of money was the height of CGI stuff. Just yep. like this was the height of CGI stuff in 2004. Rocket Raccoon so bitch, is literally fight. gonna look like Kirk from Gilmore Girls. Literally. Say what you need to say, Micah. I already think that, like, the Avengers movies look like poopsie. Yes, and it's been a year. That's my point. It's been a year. That's how far CGI has come. I just mean that, especially in a movie like this, they should have relied on practical effects. What a homeless... They should have done way more practical effects because the CGI was poop. And if they had filmed on location or in some fucking desert in SoCal, like, damn, it's not that difficult. You had $50 million. Like, my goodness, you couldn't make a set? Like, you just had to be with CGI background? Well, that's what I said. You know, where did it all go? Stella Skarsgård? He was Fresh, fresh. But off of fucking pirates. My my yep. my whole point is just the fact that it's like he was you have over 50 bootstraps. Million. Let's be real. If they hired bootstraps right now, he would be fresh off bootstraps plus Marvel. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Yes. In twenty thirty six, I will look back at this and go, "It's poop." And whatever video game I'm comes sorry, out, it's that what. And whatever video game comes out that year and is the hot ticket, and you're playing it and going like, meh, I've seen better. It's just kind of poop. Yeah, it's going to look like 8-bit. Always going to say Because it's going to look like 8-bit. Just all the like, time. Like, you have to take... When you watch movies that are not from the current year that you were watching them in, you have to take them with a grain of salt and understand uh, that the CGI and oh. all of the stuff that was in them... Is completely different than what it is now. All the technology Sorry. has changed completely. Yes. I apologize. Um, my numbers got <gasps> wrong, actually. Uh-oh. The budget for Exorcist at the beginning was $80 dollar dues. My I'm sorry. Fucking plus word. <laughs> so now. Katie goodness. still wins. <laughs> Me so and my now, 3.15. What do you guys here. think? Dancing Kermit. What right. do you what do you guys think the box office <laughs> for Exorcist the beginning was? Well, because of the name The Exorcist, I'm gonna say hundred and twenty dollar reduce. Hundred and twenty? Katie? Two hundred million. Two hundred, Emma. 
I'm gonna be nice and cut it in the middle in a hundred and seventy-eight dollar dues. Hundred and seventy-eight. I was gonna that say is not. The I was middle. gonna say two hundred dollar dues plus one. <laughs> um, so, uh, y'all are cute. This movie three hundred dollars made seventy-eight dollar dues. Ooh, they didn't even make their budget. It, did, it didn't hit. Jesus, what poop? It was close. It just seemed like it was well, a lot you of. Why said poop normal that time? That's fun. <laughs> I okay. Sidebar. Yeah, a, a sidebar. A jar. <laughs> <laughs> we have a running joke that he cannot oh, say wait, the word wait, poop. Wait, I don't want to run. Normally, I'm good. Ever. Anytime he says poop, he goes. Mm. Like, <laughs> if any of you have seen The Wind in the Willows, when Mr. Toad goes oh, a long time ago to talk about the cars, and he first says. Poop. <laughs> that's literally Micah every time he has to say the word poop. So yes. anyway, uh, resuming normal so this conversation. Movie was yeah. Now um, I have Fleetwood Mac's <laughs> dancing permit. <laughs> every piece of conversation we have is dancing Kermit. Sorry, I'm Mac sorry. Continue. So, so the author, the author, screenwriter of The Exorcist said that watching this movie. Was his most humiliating professional experience. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of the reviews, negative-ish, it seemed out in the world. Roger Ebert, uh, he didn't li- like this movie, but didn't like any movie, I don't care honestly. about him because he, yeah, all seriously. of his opinions... Yeah. Roger like Ebert anything. only likes things that are formulated in beginning relationships, breakups, and makeups. That are dramatic. So. Dramas. He only likes dramas. Yeah. You fucked my best friend. Me. Now we're back together. Ebert <laughs> gives you a 98. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, it, it didn't do its money. It made some good money, but just they spent a lot of money. I don't know where that money went in this movie. <laughs> well, but, they probably had to get a lot of... Um, I'm going to guess that they spent a lot of money bribing the Catholic Church because they took... they. The there were a lot use, of the use of Catholicism as a trope yes. is not cheap. No. The Catholic Church does not play around and they will sue your ass if you try to do some shit that doesn't align up with their religion or doesn't line up with the way that they without have things set up without or permission. Resolution. Exactly. So I'm sure a lot of this had to be run by the higher ups in the Catholic mm-hmm. Church. It probably didn't get as high as the Pope, but it, like a lot of those people in there the Vatican were, were involved. There in, had like, to have been a lot of dioceses and archdioceses involved. In yes, this. because literally, like this is you a Catholic said, story. You cannot tell us. Mm. We were just discussing this earlier. Christians are far different from anything. Christians, you can say whatever the fuck you want about the Bible or what it says or the additions to the Bible or Mormonism added to the Bible. And nobody cares. They're like, you're wrong. <laughs> but they don't really throw a fit because they're like, no, I'm better than but, you but and the Catholic, above. But the, the Catholic, Catholic Church, Church is will very specific. If you say anything outside yeah. of the Catholic documentation of the life of... Catholic religion, Jesus, every prophet, every everything that quote unquote has been written down and occurred, you will have prices to 
pay. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't approach the Catholic Church and say, With, you have, this is a, my proposition. This is what I would like to mention of the Catholic Church. Yes. We are representing priests. They have a struggle, but there is a resolution. Yeah. There's and like, they return to the church. There is usually some kind of okay given yeah. with, like Katie said, bribes or properties paid to yeah. the Catholic There's Church. There's thousands of years of religious, but like, I don't know, there's, allowance there's, that you're yeah. that you can that you can make, but there's not a lot of liberties that you get to take. So a lot of it has to be, we have to check it out. We have to make sure that this is okay. We have to make sure mm-hmm. that this mostly lines up with our story of like a tiny bit of liberty is okay but not you can't there like, has to be a lot of historical you can't be like oh this guy who we love backing. who is a saint who did all this you can't just blaspheme you his can't name and say call him a bitch like you got to change was also a rapist yeah like, you got to like change shit around you can't do all that like yeah. you have to be concise and there's a lot of monitoring that's where done. a lot of that i'm going to guess that's where a lot of this money went between that and Stellan Skarsgård and what's her fuck that played Sarah that was also in James Bond and Jarvis like that's but Jarvis wasn't even Jarvis no, at he that probably point. Got paid he like was a newbie. Three dollars in a sandwich. Yeah, he was a newbie. So I'm gonna guess like Sarah because she was a James Bond girl. Yeah. Between her and Stellan Skarsgård and the Catholic Church and CGI, I'm guessing that's is your where top the four entire where money most went. of that money went. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, does anybody else any, have anything else to say about Exorcist at the beginning? Give it a try. Aside from the fact that you have to, as we have stated, factor in the fact that this is 2004 because I too had my moments where I was like, this CGI is hope shit. Yeah. And if you are a mother or a father, there are a couple of moments that will mess with your parental psyche be prepped for that other than that give it a try it gave me the willies yeah but micah giggled through most of it (laughs) i would say if you enjoy stories that have a biblical basis um you'll enjoy this story Mm -hmm. uh if you like things like supernatural or even constantine or Mm -hmm. You know anything that paranormal has paranormal activity in any any to any kind of paranormal anything that has to also do with religion, the devil, Jesus, yeah. whatever, angels and demons and whatever. Like you're gonna like this movie. Like clip art aside, it'll you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you have any other questions about uh, angels and demons, not the movie with Tom Hanks, you can tweet <laughs> us at Alan Tompod. We have an email, it is. AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook, it is. AllentownPresents. So, uh, thank you everybody that helps out with this. Uh, Studio Fitas, that is the Instagram of the artist that made our cover. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, you are the actual best friend. Yeah, uh, everybody that helps out with this, thank you so much. And everybody that listens, thank you so much. And... <sighs> I mean, Cheers, it's been a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, we've been running from that bitch for Oof. a hot minute. Cheers. Clink, clink. Yeah. Woo. All the chinky, clinky glasses that we can make at this table. We cheers you. And 
Thank you for following us for a year, and we are thankful for your contributions and listening, downloaded efforts. Now, guys, instead of getting out of here, can we just go hide behind the the, the wall? The of wall chainsaws? of chainsaws. Let's yes. get in the running car. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Uh, it. This is fun because I haven't said this in a whole year, but yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Usually, it's like a week or. Like a month later, but no, we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow. with another episode. So, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. Toots! Bye!